So Max, what is the best way for someone just starting out to create a video marketing strategy in 2023? So you're trying to create a video marketing strategy. How are you going to do it? I mean, there's Gary Vee who's telling you to create four posts per platform every single day. I believe that you should be putting out somewhere between five and 15 posts on social media a day. If you look at guys like Alex Ramosi, who's been blowing up, creating a ton of content, gaining a lot of traction, but spending literally, what, $70,000 a month on his content production. And then you look at guys like Mr. Beast, who are saying, don't worry about quantity. In fact, stop trying to create 50 videos that get 10,000 views each for a total of 500,000 views. Start focusing on one video that gets 3 million views or even just a million views. Quality over quantity. How do you create a video marketing strategy here in 2023 in a practical way that doesn't cost a ridiculous amount of money or a ridiculous amount of time? Thanks, Gary B. Or this type of like quality over everything approach that Mr. Beast is doing, where he in fact is also spending ridiculous amounts of money in his content to really make it quality. I feel like I'm a pretty good person to talk about this subject because I've been working with hundreds of real life Honestly, emerging brands, like I was going to say average Joes, but the, I mean, these are experienced people who know what they're talking about. Uh, they're just getting into content uh, and emerging with their brand. They don't have a million subscribers like Alice Ramosi. They don't have a huge media team like, uh, you know, Gary B or, or Mr. Beast. It's practical. In fact, half of these people that I'm talking about, half of our clients use just their iPhone, just put up their iPhone and they are still getting a ton of traction. And more importantly, not just a bunch of reach to reach more people in their industry, for revenue, actually converting and monetizing on their brand before they have this ridiculous audience. And I'm not talking about being salesy or anything like that. Hopefully people know in our own content, we are not salesy at all. We're just like, hey, we do this thing. If you want to, you can, but you just don't have to. Um, the biggest thing that you want to break down is first and foremost, understanding the viewers. What type of content should you be creating? Then how can you maximize your time so that you do spend enough time to get the enough quantity going, uh, but not taking all of your time to do four posts per platform every single day. And of course, systemizing it. And this is where my specialty comes in. It's like actually systemizing a pure video marketing strategy so that we can take a little bit of your time, literally just about four, maybe six hours a month, usually around four hours a month to create 96 posts per month. So the first thing we like to break down, Jack, is just keeping it as a pyramid. This is the content pyramid where the base of your pyramid, it's the largest section. This is the type of content you want to be creating. Since the base is the biggest, this is where all of the beginners are, right? There's way more beginners than there are experts at the top of the pyramid. The type of content you create should be in that type of ratio. Most of your content is going to be for beginners. Some of your content is going to be for those middle tier intermediate level folks in your industry. And then only a small portion of your content is going to be for the experts, the people who are maybe near your position and your expertise within your niche. Now we like to turn that pyramid into a line and actually give your viewers a journey. So when they land on your platform, they're actually promised something. It's like, Hey, I see where you're starting and I want to take you to this place. The point at which they start in is so important for new creators to really establish who exactly are you targeting in your content? Because when they land on your profile, it should be clear as day. You should have their name, the way that they describe themselves on your content. Who exactly is it? Maybe it's, maybe it's stay at home moms or CEO moms, right? Those are two very different types of women, right? Let's say it's for CEO moms specifically. They're busy as hell and you want to create a platform, create content for this specific type of person. Because as we all know, if you're trying to talk to everyone, you're not talking to anyone. So you got to be specific with who exactly you're talking to and draw a direct line from the current position that they're at 
where they ultimately want to be. And what the, the whole content strategy relies on and the type of content you want to create is based on every single step that is absolutely necessary to getting them from that point at which they're starting to the ultimate transformation that they're looking to achieve. Maybe it's a CEO mom who wants to spend more family time, especially work with a, uh, she's more or less of a relationship coach for these types of CEO moms. And she helps them get from every single step from the point at which they're starting to that ultimate transformation of spending more time with their kids without sacrificing the business on the back end. Now, most of your content, again, looking at that pyramid, you could almost turn the pyramid sideways and show that most of your content should be about those beginning steps. Some of the content is for those intermediate steps. And lastly, the expert, the final stages of finally getting to that ultimate transformation. But now let's talk about how you package this content. How do you create the best thumbnails, the best titles? How do you keep them hooked and get really get them hooked into your video and then keep keep them there by giving them consistent value and stories? It's not about just you know uh, being Mr. Beast and throwing money at the next helicopter that flies in, uh, or or being Gary B who just has this enormous thing, or Hermosi who makes what like eighty hundred million dollars a year. You can be an emerging brand and still hook people in and keep their attention there. We break it down into three very important sections. The first thing that everybody has to do is they got to identify trends. What or who is trending in your space? For example, if I'm a CEO mom and I want to create content on maybe time management for my family time, what can I use as a trend? Is there a specific woman, maybe Michelle Obama, who recently talked about her family time and how she time manages to spend more time with her family? Who is trending in your space would be Michelle Obama. You could also do what is trending in your space. Maybe there's a new app that comes out or a new app that you've been using that actually really helps you time manage. Associating this, this step with a specific trend really makes your content that much more intriguing. And by the way, it could also just be time, right? Time in and of its own is trending and it is always changing. So people are very inclined, even for this video, we're doing the video marketing strategy specifically for 2023. Now, if I wanted to be even more detailed than that, I could even do one for the holiday season. Like how do I... How do I plan my holidays without taking away from work? It's the new year. That's a big one for us. We talk about New Year's resolution as content and brand and the branding team. Everyone's like, oh, new year, new me, baby. Like time to time to blow up my brand and we leverage the crap out of it. So come the new year, I'm leveraging the trend. I'm leveraging not just who is trending, not just what is trending, but time of its own. I think an important thing to talk about too here with trends is a lot of people don't realize that they are, in fact, some level of expert in the niche that they're trying to get in or are in right now. And while they may not think they're an expert because there are people above them, they are more of an expert than the people below them, which as we've talked about in other podcasts is who they are talking to. And so they inherently know what is trending. Like what are people talking about? What are people making videos about? Make a video about that. Like if people are making videos about that, there's a reason. It's, it's a trending topic. People want to learn about it and they want to hear your point of view about it. So following those trends as small and insignificant as they may seem to you because you've gone through it, you're, you're past it already. They're important for somebody who hasn't gone through it. And so I think that's something that people have issues with, not issues, but like a video editor, how to start a, you know, how to open Adobe Premiere. You know, they're like, oh, everyone knows how to do that. And you're like, well, no, the person who's never done it doesn't know how to do it. And while that may seem simple enough for you, someone will find value in that. So understanding those trends in your very specific niche is important to, to understand. Absolutely, Jack. And that's that's something that a, a lot of folks and, and even our clients will come to us and be like, ah, that's too beginner, right? Like how to how to start an Adobe account. 
that's that's to beginner. Listen, there, to your point, Jack, there are so many more, and there will always be more beginners than there are experts. And so you have to talk about those beginning stages and some of the best ways to get started in content, especially if you are just getting started with your brand for the first time, is to get started with easy topics that you know like the back of your hand. So like, for example, with me, I, get, I used to get asked the question all the time on what type of camera equipment should I invest in when I first get started? Now, for me, that's just a no-brainer. That's like too basic to begin with. But now it's one of our top videos on our channel. And it's actually something that I talk about every single year because new equipment comes out. So not only should you talk about those beginner stages, but as you continue your journey and, and you get to this star, right, this ultimate transformation that your people are looking to achieve, you're going to continue on your journey. And all of a sudden, this line of marketing starts to expand and more steps start to develop. So you're just going to continue attracting more and more people. But yeah, man, hit, hit the beginning steps. People are really looking for it. Be that go-to solution so that they start this journey with you, not some random other person on social media. Of course, the next step here, including trends, is your experience. Because you could talk about trending topics and get a ton of reach. But if you don't include your expertise, your specific experience, the problem is you will get a ton of reach, a ton of views, but ultimately not a ton of subscribers. And this happens a lot of times with people who come to us. They're like, listen, I'm getting a ton of views. I'm starting to get engagement, but I'm, I'm not really getting followers. I'm not getting subscribers. What do I do? And even for us, as we broke a thousand, two thousand subscribers, we're, we're doing exactly what we're preaching here. And the main thing is we're, ex we're including our experience, right? Even me low key dropping that people come to me for camera equipment advice. And saying that I have videos on that. That's me explaining my experience. And I could go even more in depth there if I want to. But what you must, must do is provide a reason for them to not just follow, uh, not just listen to this one video of yours, but to follow you on an ongoing basis. That is why someone is going to subscribe. That's why someone's going to follow you is because of you. Not just the subject, not just the video being like, oh, thanks for teaching me how to start an Adobe account. It's how I started an Adobe Creative account instead of how to it's how i instead of how to it's how i how i did this how i did this for myself and or how i did this for my clients it doesn't always have to be about yourself maybe it's about how you helped uh, one of your clients one of your customers succeed with the step these viewers are looking to achieve well and i think also and i'm just thinking in my personal experience if i if i needed to learn a new software and i find a guy that i just resonate with he teaches it well or she teaches it well, whoever it is. If I watch their their very beginner video, when I use that information and then I get to the next problem that I have, guess who I'm going to first is that person to be like, all right, well, they taught me how to open this software. How do they do this problem? Because if they, if they taught me this really well, they're going to teach me this really well. And it's probably going to work in sequence with everything. And so just by teaching the the super beginner topics that people think are boring, you're building that loyalty because it's like, well, uh, they taught me how to do my file management this way. When I come to a problem with my file management, I'm going to go back to them and see if they've solved this problem, maybe comment my question. Um, and it's, that's how you're, that's how you're building that loyalty, right? You're, you're building consistency that and that's, and that's really personal important experience. Right. And it's the personal experience for each step of the way, because if you're jumping around to different steps, all of a sudden your viewers and the people subscribing to you are kind of going to be a little off put, meaning they're, they're, they're 
subscribing because they saw this one video or a couple of videos that are similar, like, ah, I want more of that. But if you jump to the, the expert step and they are just doing the beginner steps, well, that's not what they subscribed for. So they're either going to unsubscribe or at the very least, just simply not engage with your newest video. So it, it is important to you know give them this type of journey that you go along the way. Now, here's the thing is one thing I didn't mention, <laughs> I think is important. Well, two things. Number one, be relatable. Be yourself. So if you're a good storyteller, bring on the stories. If you're funny, be really funny. Or if you're just like analytical, make the make the analytics. We have some clients who are very, very analytical in their approach. Make it easy to understand. Simplify it. Make it stupid simple. I'm more of an analytical guy myself. That's why we have all the visuals coming up on screen. I'm trying to simplify this for you and make it memorable and easy to understand. So understand how can you be relatable? What is it about your own characteristics to make people kind of come back to you and be like, oh, you know, Jack's a, a Jack's a really sporty guy. And I, I like Jack because of that, because he's athletic and I'm athletic too. So I, I find that commonality. Or I like how Jack's approach is very analytical, but he dilutes it into this really simple understanding method, right? That's going to make you come back to exactly what you're saying, Jack, to that next tutorial or that next. And it doesn't always have to be a tutorial. It could be a type of, um, I mean, shit, you could even get into vlogs if you really want to. You could do more content based on uh, storytelling, based on current events that are happening and your analysis of what is currently going on. Again, going back to those trends. Before I go into the last uh, third section here, one thing that I used to tell people, and this is wrong here in 2023, I could even see this being from here on out, 2024 and so on. Do not do what I used to tell people, which is I used to draw a line down the middle of the line of marketing. And I would basically say, Create all this type of content up until here. And then for any of the remaining types of content, that's what they can pay you for. That's what they can pay you for, for a course or for uh, consulting um, or some type of coaching aspect or even a done for you service. Theoretically, it makes sense. In practice, though, you see something else because the second that your competitor, if you don't have competitors yet, you will soon. The second that your competitor goes one step past whatever line that you're drawing, whether it's you know literally or figuratively, once they go that one step past, guess who they're going to trust that much more? The person who takes it one step further. If you're holding back your numbers, if you're holding back your your secrets, if you're holding back the next steps because it's like, no, you got to pay me for that. That is not only how you get beat by the competition, but that's how you can beat your competition. That's how you can stand out, become that trustworthy source. Because And here's how you win, by the way. You win because not only do they trust you more, but they're learning what to do and maybe how people do it, but every person is in their own unique situation. CEO moms, for example, you could, you know, for, for us guys, we're like, oh yeah, they're kind of all the same. They are not all the same, right? That is a huge assumption. And it just makes me think when, when you speak to those women, and this goes for any industry and every single person that I've ever worked with, they find themselves very unique. They find their situation very unique. It might be related to other people, but what they are hiring you to do is not just to understand what to do or how most people do it. They want a custom method for their specific situation, with their specific kids and their specific job and their specific location, whatever it is your industry is helping them serve, that is where you get paid much more money because so many more people are trusting you ahead of your competition. And now they're paying you more money because they actually see you as that solution to custom tailor it for them. And I think that's a really important point too. And, uh, 
it's something that we I've noticed in the last couple of years where there used to be this gatekeeping, right? Where it's like, I'll give you a little bit, but if you want like the full, the full experience Sign up for my course. Pay, yeah. And now it doesn't fly anymore. You, yeah, you can get you can get all the information you need from free YouTube videos, but connecting the dots is what you get is what you get paid for. Like I can look up all of these different pieces of a marketing strategy, but how do I put them all together in the right order with the right allotment of time and effort to be the most effective? That's what someone will pay for. And to that point is it, it if if you're putting all the information out there, which my method is give away the farm. Like it, when you listen to our podcast, I don't hold anything back. I'm just giving away the farm, mainly because <laughs> I know that exactly what you're saying, Jack, is they are not going to put all of the pieces together perfectly. They're going to get distracted. They're not going to pay full attention. And even for that random person who does go through everything and creates like a full list of absolutely everything that we talk about and put it into this perfect formula specifically for them. I mean, first off, good luck. But secondly, you don't have to be worried about that one random person because for everybody else, people pay attention when they pay. I love that quote. It's people who pay, pay attention, right? That is when they're fully committed. That's when they're going to go through those videos. If you are offering a course where that's when they're going to really spend the time to really listen to you and take notes and actually take action to improve on their life, business, health, relationships, whatever it is that you're helping them solve because they're paying you. When they pay you, they pay attention. That goes perfectly into our next section of service because you could talk about trends. You could talk about experience. And what happens there is you're going to get a lot of reach from the trends. You're going to get a lot of engagement, maybe followers from your experience because you're being relatable. You're showing that true expertise. They're coming back. But how do you monetize? And this is really the unlock that even the emerging brands that we work with are tapping into include your service, but don't do it as so many people do. Don't number one, don't hide it. Don't try to, don't try to say you're, you're just here to give free value. If you leave it at that, guess what they're going to think of you. It's just like, oh, I'm here for free. I'm here for this. Even Alex Ramosi, who's done a fantastic job of growing his brand lately. He changed his whole thing used to be, my name's Alex Ramosi. I have nothing to sell you. I have nothing to sell you. Fucking nothing to sell you. And that worked. Because he got a ton of subscribers, but then very openly, and he actually got a good bit of backlash for this is he was like, actually, I do have something to sell you. And that was a very strategic move of his to say, to be transparent and not hide that he is ultimately trying to sell people. I mean, his ultimate game plan is to give enough value so that people can work up to the point at which he can, they can afford his services. That's a lot of, that's what a lot of people are doing. That's not unique. That's just a strong play and just being transparent about what you do. But the second thing that you cannot be doing is it can't be salesy, right? In YouTube and social media in the past, you could look at older videos, people being like, you know, for the first hundred people who click on this, I'm going to give you 25% off or for this time only, but get rid of all that sleazy car salesman lingo, get rid of it. You got to be, or you got to be friendly with your folks, with your viewers. You got to just be open. You got to be, I mean, the way that I like to be, it is just be smooth. Like if there's a point where it makes sense for you to drop what you do in your content, do it, but be cool. Like just keep it cool. Keep it smooth. Just like, yeah. It, oh, by the way, that's what we do, right? You got to be open. You got to be smooth about your service. Even with an emerging brand. I mean, even when we had less than a thousand subscribers on YouTube and less than 10,000 followers across other platforms, um, we were still able to monetize. And I'm, I'm talking about big money, by the way, we were doing 
ultimately we went from 25k a month to when we were starting to get into content to 50k a month and then ultimately six figures a month and then six figures a month in monthly recurring revenue so and that's all from you know the content that we're seeing and just being open about what we do being smooth about it getting that reach having people stay so that they trust us and then just being open and transparent about our service it's it's obvious especially for those business owners out there you run a business it's okay to talk about it but how you talk about it is the difference maker on why people will ultimately convert with your content and why they won't yeah so i think we've covered <clears throat> the strategy of what to talk about how to talk about it where to talk about it let's give some actionable advice here like uh, all so right, you know you production. yeah let's talk about production because yes. this is the next step is like you know gary is telling okay max I, I hear you we got the steps we we know the how to package it but how do i produce it how do i how do i actually you know segment out the right amount of time to get these things done i mean listen just because we're bashing gary v a little bit with saying like you need to do four posts a day for every single platform that it just that becomes it either becomes redundant for your viewers because the quality is not there and they're just like yeah okay same shit like thanks bud and or it becomes ridiculous for the creator to be like i gotta produce high quality content and if you actually put that into practice and try doing that it is going to make you go insane and as a business owner or someone who's you know, trying to actually not just be a full-time creator, you got to be considering your time because there's going to be time that takes to actually run your business, not just do marketing material for, you know, social media content. The way that we produce content takes four hours a month and we turn it into 96 posts per month. I'll break it down for you. So our main goal is to create one long form video. And this is, by the way, this is the Gary Vee content model that came out way back in the day. It still pertains to today's trends, but with a couple of caveats that we're going to talk about in 2023 that are really uh, new features on specific platforms that you'd be leveraging, right? Short form, even stories and some other features that you need to be tapping into. The long form content is typically the base for everything that we do. The long form content is repurposed into short form content. Let's say from our long form, we create anywhere from three to five short form videos. Now that long form video is really great to not only post to YouTube, which is by far the longest lasting social media platform. If you don't have a YouTube channel, absolutely need to have one it is not going anywhere it monetizes way better than any other platform it has it's the second largest search engine in the world i mean hopefully i don't need to sell you on why i need to start a youtube channel it is obvious and if you're not doing it you need to be doing it especially with this model that we're talking about long form first turn it into three to five short form videos and sometimes you can create way more than that the short form videos are going to reach a ton of people in your industry from youtube shorts instagram reels tiktok videos you have to be repurposing your long form into short form. If you're not, you are not just doing it wrong here in 2023. You've been doing it wrong for years. That is nothing new, but it must be done today. So the simple fact that it reaches the most amount of people. And the long form is not only for YouTube, by the way. Even Twitter came out and Elon Musk was saying that he wants people to post their long form pieces of content to Twitter because he's trying to compete with the big boy of the YouTube. So you can be repurposing your long form, not just to YouTube, but also to Twitter. And depending on your audience, you may also want to consider doing Facebook. You don't have to do anything new. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's copy paste, upload here, upload there. That's it. Both your short form and your long form are going to be reaching the most amount of people for you. But once you reach those people, it's important that you also give them content that actually nurtures them. So when they come through the door, almost as if you're walking into a shop, it's like, oh, welcome. What got you in? Oh, it was the short form content or long form content. Now that you're here, let's talk. I want to show you behind the scenes. And a part of the behind the scenes is your stories. Nearly every single platform 
is implementing stories right now because people are spending so much time in stories. In fact, Instagram actually came up with an update where they increased the size of every single uh, profile photo on the stories at the top there because they want to make it more clickable. Why would they want to do that? Why would they spend the time, money and energy to actually make those profile photos bigger? More people are spending more time there and those platforms just want to do one thing. They want to keep people on a platform. So they're going to give them more of what they want. From that long form video, you can create anywhere from three to six stories. I simply like to do a promo for my long form video. So I send any traffic, any people that are nurtured over to my long form YouTube videos. You can also do previews or behind the scenes looks of your long form content. And of course we can turn what you say into written pieces of content too. Let's just say you do emails alone because you, I mean, talk about nurturing an audience. Emails are a great way. Once you do get someone's email list, even if you have an email list of like 50 people, 500 people, I mean, we have tens of thousands on our email list. If we're looking at smaller emerging brands, it is absolutely worth it for you to send those emails out without you having to reinvent some whole new concept for your email. You already gave all the value in your video, turn that into a written piece of content. We call it the ABCDE email. And the ABCD email is simply you taking what you said, turning into an AB test on your email so that you're testing the subject line. Similar to a YouTube video where you might wanna look at your thumbnail and your title to understand what got people to click into the video. What's gonna get people to click into your email? You can AB test the subject lines. We like to use active campaign for our email management. And that allows us to A-B test right there. So we just create two different headlines, two different subject lines. For anyone who doesn't open that first email, we'll go ahead and send them the same exact email with a different subject line to get way more open rate. Now, creating that long form and turning it into short form, even if you want to reshoot the short form, which I know that Alex Ramosi actually does, they'll do long form days and then short form days, basically taking what he said in his long form and turning it into short form because he knows that you know, looking at the camera and being very intentional to say the value short and to the point is actually going to reach more people on your short form content. How much time does that take? Now, depending on what kind of video you're doing, we're finding it around 45 minutes, maybe 60 minutes if you're a beginner and you're really starting to get the hang of things. So here's the math on how we get 96 posts per month. We take that one long form video, turn it into three to five short form videos. I'll be modest here and go with three. Let's say you do three to six stories. We do recommend really tripling down on those stories. Let's say we go with six there and you can adjust if you want to do more short form or less stories, more stories or less short form. Two ABCD emails. Let's say you're just posting to two platforms, you know, YouTube and Instagram, let alone TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, others. Let's say you only have two. You're getting 24 posts across your two different platforms. And the way that we like to do it is not just spend one hour a month, but we spend four hours a month, like I said. So from four hours a month, we're creating four different packages. So I can multiply the 24 posts that I get per package by four packages. And I'm all of a sudden at 96 posts per month. Now, of course, if you have more time to give than just those four hours, by all means, you got to get after it. But a part of the production is the post-production, actually editing those videos, making them intriguing, putting the subtitles, the titles, making the branding really st stand out. Now, if you have some money to invest in your brand, the very first hire you must do is actually within a video editor. Even before you get a nice microphone or a nice camera, the very first thing is hiring a video editor so it saves you more time so that you can create more content with whatever equipment you have. But again, half of our clients are using just iPhone videos and making a ton of money with it. From there, you can delegate it to that video editor, which really saves you a massive amount of time. I know that finding video editors is actually kind of a big problem because there are so many video editors out there, actually not that great. And that's why I started my company because I realized how big of a headache it is to try to find a legitimate high quality video editor. Because you not just need to find them, but then you need to hire them, train them, and then manage them. 
But those steps take so much time to find the right people. How many are you actually finding so that you can interview and hire them? How many are you actually interviewing and hiring that you can train and manage? Do you even have the time or expertise to train them, to manage them? And when you manage them, you figure out that it's actually not a good fit. That's why I started my company, the Video Ang Experts, because that's really my expertise and why I've been been in the video industry for so long. I have a lot of connections and we actually recruit thousands, thousands of applicants who turn into a, you know, basically hundreds of video editors that I've been able to hire and place within these companies, basically skip the finding, hiring, uh, and even training aspect. They manage themselves. So there's really nothing that you got to do. You just, you just have to collaborate with them. They basically are plugged into your team as we own a content recruiting company and place these creative assistants in your business. So really saves you a lot of time. Again, if you want to learn more about that, of course, we have a link below. If you don't want to learn about it, if you want to go spend all the time, you know, either trying to find them yourself, save that money, you can definitely do that. Or if you just want to take the time to edit the videos yourself, it will take you a lot of time. But hey, if you're not making the money to reinvest back into your brand right now, put that time in. There are app, apps out there. There's other things. Your videos will look more basic. That's okay to an extent. It does matter more of what you are saying and how you are saying it. But if you do want those videos to to pop and you really your time to be to be to be valued, your first hire is a video editor. And I think it's important to say here too that it you can follow our exact ninety six post per month strategy with an iPhone and no editor. Like it, you can watch two YouTube videos that will teach you how to repurpose, uh, you know, a horizontal shot into vertical video how to add the subtitles. There are apps that do it. Instagram does it, but you know, you might have to tweak the words a little bit. You can do this 96 post per month strategy at a very basic level and, and start getting that qu- quantity out um, to then learn and tweak and be like, all right, these, you know, these topics really hit. People want to learn more about this. Let's film it this way. When you get to the point where your business is making enough money, first hire obviously is an editor and then you can, I mean, if you, if you were doing the 96 posts per month on your, on your own, and then you hire an editor, you're easily going to surpass that without a doubt. And all of your time is able to go back into the production, not the post-production of the editing or the scheduling or the posting or the last section, which is really, really important. And this is where so many people don't actually, impl- they basically leave this out of their video marketing strategy. You have to systemize your, your process. Because the only way to scale, and I know that people are watching this because they want to scale, they, they're not just trying to create a strategy to kind of hit first base, hit second base, like go around the block over and over. You want to be able to scale. You want to find your videos, not just getting the same amount of views every time, the same amount of engagement every time, but you want to find that progressive growth, if not hockey sticking up, like we've seen so many creators do, and we've helped people do as well. In order to scale, you must systemize. So the best way to systemize it is, is very, very simple. First and foremost, I create a list of all of the uh, types of topics I want to create. What is that line of marketing going back to our first step? What is every single step that they need to be hitting? From there, I decide how I want to package that content. What is a trend that I could be talking about? How can I implement my experience so that it's relatable and very valuable for these viewers? And lastly, can I plug in my service? If I can, great. If I can't, I'm just going to ask them to subscribe, right? Would you hear me doing a ton of pieces of content? I'm not always dropping my company not always asking for a call to action towards, you know, working with us. If, if it's not smooth, don't do it, right? Keep it cool. Um, so make that list, turn it, turn those steps into an actual list for you to create. 
Then what I like to do is I like to create like a type of Kanban style. And by the way, just a little plug here is I've been working on this content machine that fully systemizes everything for you. It's going to be available uh, really in the near future. It's fully automated. It even plugs in AI to help you with these topics and even script some of these videos for you, which is a huge time saver. So turning that list into a Kanban style so that you understand which stage is each of these ideas or each of these pro projects in. From that Kanban style, we also turn it into a content calendar so that you can understand when content is being you know, scheduled to shoot, when exactly you're uh, planning to do that next project. And of course, your editor can even have their own content calendar so they understand when projects need to be complete. And better yet, you know when they're finished with editing of that project. So it keeps everyone on the same page. And lastly, one thing that's really crucial is we're implementing the analytics on the back end. We're basically done with this. Now I just need to uh, share with the world, turning those analytics back into your content so you can clearly understand, again, not just which piece of content are creating the most amount of reach and most amount of engagement for you, but actually conversions for your subscribers, followers, and even clients. So are you tracking every single person who interacts with your brand, who closes and becomes a client? Do you know exactly which posts that they came from? This is all automatically done and automatically tracked. Now, even if you're just going with the most simple version of create the list, turn it into a Kanban, and then you know maybe implement it on a content calendar, which you could do for free on Asana if you really wanted to, that works. That's kind of the light version. But if you're really looking to scale, you got to understand how you're getting a return on your investment, both with your time going to the right topics. And of course, the money of like how your time, I mean, time is money, essentially. How is your content turning into money? And how can you really understand how you're able to serve more people because you're reaching them with the right projects? That's what we do. We correlate the content with the conversions. So now that you've learned what to do, don't just sit on this information implement, act on it right now. And the best way to go about it is taking each of these steps, these four steps with the video marketing strategy, getting very tactical with yourself with what exactly is the pyramid looking like for me? What are those, those beginner steps that I need to do to fill out that line of marketing with every single step necessary to get them to that transformation that they're looking to achieve? How can I address trends, experience, and maybe service with those topics so that I can ultimately reach the most amount of people, get them engaged with my content and ultimately trust me so that I could offer a type of service for them, which even with beginner brands, you are able to monetize. Don't listen to those people who say that you need 10,000 subscribers or 100,000 followers to finally monetize. You don't need that. Turn those four hours into 96 posts per month. And if you're really looking to scale, make sure that you're systemizing with both the talent of a video editor and the tactics of a content machine. I have all that linked below. In fact, whenever you get a video editor from us, they come equipped and actually trained to use that content machine. So you don't even have to learn how to use it. It's just a matter of you plugging in these new topics and they manage everything uh, for themselves. Like I already mentioned, the links are down below so you can start implementing this week. Time to take action.